the Rob Report. Bobby Bernard in for Robin Ayers tonight. And you said that's Drake. It's called Slime You Out, Andy? I was wondering when he was going to start sliming. Stop talking. <laughs> that's man, brother. But welcome to the Raw Report. Welcome in. We have uh, a lot to talk about today, and we are going to be joined uh, very shortly by multimedia journalist with the Los Angeles Sentinel and the brand new In the Black Network, Neil Anderson. She'll be joining us shortly to to dive into into these topics, and we're going to see how how much we got time for. But there's um, there's there are some interesting happenings. I do want to talk about Dion Dion Sanders. Love him. I I love him too. I love Dion. Of course, mm-hmm. I grew up. I grew up watching Dion. I think I had his poster on my wall, and now he's he's already turned the the program at Colorado around. And it, what the most remarkable thing is how these coaches continue to hate on him, and just and as they like to say with the Colorado football team, make it personal. Why do they continue mm-hmm. to make it personal? And the latest example is the the head coach for Colorado State. So it's an intra-Colorado battle this weekend for, for Dion's club. And they're playing the other team, the other major team from Colorado, and who also is coached by a brother. And mm, I didn't know that part. The, yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and, and so the dude said, you know, and at first they were, they were very complimentary of each other. They were very complimentary of, of each other. And, and then the dude said, when I speak to, uh, when I speak to an adult, I take off my sunglasses and my hat. Mm. And of course, he's referring to the fact that Deion Sanders um, doesn't. He does his press conferences often with his sunglasses and hat on. And why would you say this? I, I just, I just don't get it. And it, the funny thing was, Deion Sanders responded to those comments. I think it was uh, on ESPN earlier today. Um, and he said, um, he said, why, why would you, why would you do this? I mean, we we started off right, and right. and then we were complimenting each other. And, and the funny thing was, he said, who got to him? He said, he's a brother too. Who got to him? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, cracks me up. And, and the coach's name is Jay Norva, Norvell, and I, I just don't understand. And Colorado State was already going to lose this game. Let's just be clear. Oh really? Well, the game hasn't happened yet. No, it hasn't happened yet. But Colorado, Colorado State was already going to lose this game. The game has not happened yet. I, I promise you. <laughs> I'm not going to bet you because I'm always bet on prime time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm just telling you, there was no way that Colorado, Colorado State was already going to win this game, and now they're they just made it worse for themselves. So, also, 21 Savage um, should he be deported for having an affair? Uh, with rapper Lotto. So there are reports that the hip-hop star who was born in London that faces deportation if his wife divorces him for being a cheater. Okay. And so I don't want to get into the legal aspects Uh because neither of us are lawyers. Right. But I want to talk about, is that right? If it's legal, I don't know. Is it right? Is it right for someone... If they're a cheater, if they're not from here, to be deported. I've never even thought about this situation before. I didn't know it was possible. And we're now talking about it because apparently it is possible. And and we'll get your thoughts, Nia, for sure. I definitely want to get your thoughts. I know it's hard. It's, it's hard to, to, to hold back. It is. And also, we're going to see if we have time to talk about Jeezy. 
Um, uh, he he's he has filed for divorce. That's the news of the day. Yeah, Jeezy has filed for divorce from his wife of I think about two years, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they share a, a daughter together. And usually it's the other way around. Right. Usually it, it's uh, the rapper who is uh, whose significant other is filing for divorce from them. Mm-hmm. Not the case today. So we will we will actually we'll make time for that because I know that people are, are into Jeezy. He's uh, in addition to having, you know, uh, quite a prolific rap career, mm-hmm. he's turned into quite the media personality. Right. Just and released a book. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing Just a lot. Just performed at the vice president's house for hip hop. Man. Yeah. So he, <laughs> Jeezy has been doing it for a long time. Snowman. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk about those things. Uh, oh, actually, Andy, uh, hit me with the uh, hit me with the breakdown thing that Robin always does. Now it's time for a breakdown. There we go. Okay. Yeah. And, and we already kind of broke it down, but we, we have to have that soundbite in the show. So when we come forward, we are going to bring Neil Anderson, who's already who's already been brought in. <laughs> I chimed in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to bring her in to a much larger extent to get her thoughts on all, all these topics when we come forward right here on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Robert Report, it's Avi Bernard in for Robin Ayers tonight, helping you get your weekend going with the latest in entertainment news. And we're joined by multimedia journalist with the Los Angeles Sentinel and in the Black Network, live in studio, Neil hey. Anderson. Welcome, Neil. Hey, Avi. Good to be here with you, always. Really appreciate you coming through. And uh, we have got a lot to talk about, as, we, right. as we like to say here at KBLA Talk 1580. So this... Uh, this 21 Savage situation, mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, reportedly having an affair with Lotto. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I believe that. You don't know if, there, if the affair is even happening. Right, because mm. Lotto has always, as I've paid attention to her, she's always talked about her man. She has that whole little jingle, my mans, my mans, you know, and she's always talking about her man sent her a private jet. And so I'm just confused by this story. But maybe she's, you know, rappers like to embellish. And maybe she either doesn't have a man or she just, that's her, her saying her man is just the dude that she's talking to that day. Yeah, and I didn't <laughs> know. And then I didn't know that she had a 21 Savage tattoo. Oh. So that threw me off too. Oh. Oh. That was in the article. So I was like, I'm so confused by this because I thought Lotto had a man. And and her thing was she wanted to keep it private because that way she could control the narrative. But you see, these rappers and and I'm including women in, in that uh-huh. they they like to have side pieces, you know, uh, like like um, like Saweetie said, back to the streets, you know, um, they 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 like to send them back to the streets too. Okay, you know, they, okay. Th- these rappers like side pieces, and I'm I'm, I'm sure that Lotto is no different. Right, right. Well, I mean, 21 Savage sounds like he's in trouble. He better pay attention to the wife right about now. Yeah, yeah, he should. (laughs) And so do you think that, you know, since he is from the UK, he's he's from the UK. Mm -hmm. Do you think that someone should be able to be deported for cheating on on their wife? And basically because he... He married a U.S. citizen. Right. And I think that's how he got his citizenship. Correct. And so now if she divorces him, it would essentially be him being deported because he cheated. Right. But I don't think it's because necessarily he, he she, she's leaving him because he cheated. Right. But, 
you have to when you uh become a citizen because you marry somebody you have to stay married a certain length of time right so if he doesn't stay married the certain length of time that's why he's getting deported exactly but essentially that's what I'm saying is that's not technically the reason he's not gonna the customs is not gonna say hey you cheat on your wife right. get out of the country the, but it's because he cheated that he would be getting divorced. And so the reason for him being deported would boil down to him being a cheater. Right. Or he didn't honor his vows or yeah. whatever happened in the, 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 the marriage. He got, you know, that's part of the, <laughs> the process. You got to go, bro. So so should he be able to, to be deported? For, is this is it worth it, fellas? Is it worth getting deported over over that thing? I think that's the question. Is it worth it? You know, because I don't think Jay-Z is going to save him. Was it Jay-Z or was it ASAP Rocky? Which one did Jay-Z help? Uh, Remember, they were deported. And let me see. I think it was 21 Savage that Jay-Z. Remember, he I'm, got I'm deported. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was him because he's, he's had he's had issues with this before. He's, but we're going to Google he's, it and make sure we're <laughs> accurate. <laughs> he's had issues with, with citizenship and, and staying uh, in the United States illegally or without having uh, the proper papers. He's gotten in trouble for this before. And right. so and, and he, he married the U.S. citizen, so... It looked like his problems were over, but now he he's messing with with um, you know big energy over there. Right, it was it was Twenty One Savage says mm-hmm. Jay Z Meek Mill helped him get released from ICE custody. Yeah. So I mean I don't know. They say that you know he pretends to be from Atlanta, but it <laughs> it, it came out that he's from the UK. So I don't know. He has a lot of drama going on. He does. But um, I just seems like he needs to make up with his wife if he wants to stay. Well, and I don't think that would be hard, you know, buy her a couple of Birkin bags, whoa, take her on a vacation. Whoa, see, that's a whole different conversation now. It's cheaper to keep her. It, well, it's cheaper to keep her, but the conversation that. But now it's expensive because he didn't keep her right. <laughs> see, it's. It, and now he has to pay the back tax because now he's put it through all this and, it's, and there's there, it's public and people know what's going on and. How so, bad do you want to stay in the U.S.? But see, but that's, that's, but that's an interesting uh, point, Neil. If your man cheats on you, can he buy his way back in? For for anyone listening, for 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 those of you on YouTube watching, can can your man buy his way back into your life? If he has cheated on you, what does he have to do to stay? Is it over automatically, or what can he do? And this is, you know, maybe we're, we're kind of crossing over into uh, <laughs> in, into my man's territory coming up next, um, but. I That's think I think I think that um if you have enough money yeah you could buy your way back into a woman's heart I'm, you know, I'm, I'm with, have to ask with, with enough carrots you could buy your way back into my heart okay you know? <laughs> okay we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to ask Zoe about that one um, <laughs> but uh I don't want to spend too much time talking about Twenty One Savage because uh, you know I we have a, a lot of stuff to talk about okay I want to talk about Dion yes. now everyone, prime time people love prime. Mm-hmm. People love Prime. People people get very offended when other people talk about Prime, and either you love them or hate them because some people don't like Deion Sanders. Yeah, and apparently a lot of coaches don't like him. Right, and, and maybe it's because he's not the traditional coach. He doesn't have the traditional coach swagger, you know, wearing the visor and you know being all coachy. You know, <laughs> Deion Deion's gonna be Deion. Prime's right, gonna be Prime. Right. And I remember. Obviously, watching him play, I remember when he was a commentator with NFL Network. Mm-hmm. I loved his commentary there, and he was always himself. Must he, be the money. 
it, it might be that. It might be the swag. <laughs> it might be the skin color. And, you know, and who knows? But right. I, I feel like I feel like coaches are are feeling like he kind of burst into their fraternity and he's not playing by the same rules. Right. He's not being he's, he's not the same coach personality. He's he's really being 100 percent himself. Uh-huh. Um, he doesn't have the coach accent. Right. And if you want to get involved in this conversation, 800-920-1580, 800-920-1580 is the number to call. But what, what's, your, what's your thought, Nia? Why do you think that every, all these coaches are hating on Dion? Because he doesn't do it the systemic or structural way, like the way that it's always done. And, you know, I know this is going to get really deep, but when we even look at like systemic racism in this country. Like there's a way that things have been institutionalized and set up. And Deion Sanders defies all of them. I mean, and, and, and even like to play devil's advocate or whatever, when he was with the HBCUs, there was a coach within the uh, HBCU that said he wasn't swack enough. That's right. So he steps to his own beat. And he kind of reminds me of LeBron James. Remember when LeBron James left Cleveland? And everybody was like, oh, you can't do that. A lot of, you know, black NFL uh, retirees were talking about um, LeBron James for going to the Heat. But what did he do? He went and got a championship because that's what he wanted to do. And then he came back to Cleveland and gave them a championship. So I just think these athletes, these black athletes in particular, are understanding their worth. And they're doing it their way. And I love it and I applaud it. Yeah, and, and that's a good point about Dion when he was at Jackson State. People were hating on him when he was at Jackson right. State. People were hating on him when he left Jackson State. Mm-hmm. He should have stayed longer. He he didn't do enough. And I was mad at first, too, because I went to an HBCU. So what he did for HBCUs and how he put them on the map and how lots of funding started going towards them and the network started putting them on TV. Mm-hmm. And then he just left. But then I had to take a step back and think, that's his career. That's his life. And maybe he has his own trajectory of what he's trying to accomplish. And so then I said, okay, I'm back on the Dion train. <laughs> no, absolutely. And we never, we never get on, on white dudes when they go get their money. Right. You know, and he had a chance to go get his money. And, and you can argue, well, he, maybe he doesn't need the money. But that's not your business. Right. And it's his, it's his, not only is it his money, but it's his career. Mm-hmm. And he can and should do what he wants with his career. Right. I mean, he, if he wants to make it, it's a, it's a big step up. In competition, in prestige, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I hate to say that about leaving an HBCU, but when you're going to the biggest, uh, you know, one of the biggest football conferences, that's that's what it is. Right, right. And I was a little disappointed when he left Jackson State as well, but I wasn't mad at him. Well, I was you know? mad at him just for I, a And I understand while. that. I'm not saying that you that, <laughs> that that's not understandable or acceptable because we want our HBCUs to come up and we right. want our big names to go there, and. And some and, and they are Eddie George, uh, former Tennessee Titans star, coaches HB, HB, mm-hmm. HBCU team, former NFL coach Hugh, Hugh Jackson. Jackson is at Grambling State. Grambling State, yeah. So so more people are going right. to HBCUs, and we're getting more popularity. And Dion was a huge part of that, as you as you outlined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just um, I think it's 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 just crazy to me how the the Division One coaches that are are trying to come at Dion, and he already beat last year's national runner-up in TCU in the opening game. Right. And then he obviously beat Nebraska. Um, and their head coach, Matt Rule, is a former NFL head coach. Uh-huh. So it's not like Dion's coaching against scrubs. Right, right, right. So 
And I mean, I wasn't checking for college football, but now right. guess what? I'm paying attention. <laughs> and why? Because prime time. Because is... prime. Exactly. We've got a couple people on hold. Let's get to Judy in Covina. Judy, welcome to the Raw Report. What's on your mind? Oh, thank you so much. I absolutely love prime time. Mm-hmm. I love his boldness. Mm-hmm. I love his confidence. I love the way he represents as a black man and he's all the way himself. And I think that, the, you know, he, he reminds me a little bit of, if you remember back when Richard Williams, Serena and Venus's father, mm-hmm. uh, stepped out. And in the beginning, you know, they thought he was crazy. He was this, he was that. But he ended up, they, their family ended up changing the whole game of tennis. Right. How you dress. Uh, you know, so on and so forth. I think that we can watch and see Dion have the same impact. And I would love to see more African-Americans follow in his footsteps mm-hmm. and go to those HBCUs mm-hmm. and coach. And I love the way he is as a father. I mean, there's just so much good about him. Uh, I just wanted to make those points and agree with you all who are saying that, you know, he is the bomb, and I just love him. And I never really, I don't know anything about football. I've I've Mm -hmm. never really paid attention. But now, oh, I just can't wait to watch him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? Absolutely. Thank you for the call, Judy, from Covina, California. Really appreciate your your call and your perspective. And and as you've said, Judy, and as you said, Neil, y'all went into college football before, but Dion is that type of figure. He He he, he draws so much interest. He's consuming, and he just draws you in. He does. Uh He's got a lure. He's fascinating, and and a lot of that's because he's authentic. Right, and he's charismatic. mm -hmm. He's a praying man. You know, if you follow him on Instagram, he's mm-hmm. always giving you nuggets. Even if you're not in the football, he's still your coach. You know, he's your life coach because he always is dropping nuggets to just encourage you. I just think he's just an all-around I don't personally I don't know his personal life, but just as far as being a coach, a mentor, I think he's 100%. Yeah, and Pretty Brown Mimi on YouTube says, "Dion has always been a bold, confident black man going back to his college days at FSU." He's prime time. I love it. FSU being Florida State. Let's go to Fahima calling from D.C. What's up, Fahima? Yeah, thank you for taking my call. I was really calling to talk about the 21 Savage uh, situation because we're a little delayed, but I'm going to speak on both. Okay. Um, and I'll preface my comments by saying that Deion Sanders has every right to do what he what is he feels is best for him. Mm-hmm. That being said, Carlo, the, the, the black student population at Colorado is 2.3%. And if you watched the game the other day, you saw at the end there the school is predominantly white and historically these PIWs with these uh, these uh, predominantly white institutions, they exploit black athletes. They these guys got to make sure that they get a degree. This is when I was a student at Howard, there was a big scandal at George Town University, where these guys, some of them were illiterate, mm-hmm. and they had people doing their homework mm-hmm. for them. And if they got injured, it's over. At an HBCU, they're going to make sure you're going to get a degree. And that that being said, you know, 
But Deion Sanders did not put HBCs on the, on the map. If you look at the last five to seven years. He raised uh, their profile. He definitely so raised he, their profile. He didn't put them on the map, yeah, but he raised their profile. You, you can check basketball and football. There are a number of national players from these high schools that have been choosing to go to HBCUs before Deion Sanders went to um, to to that school. But Mimi, there's now, no denying that he raised the HBCUs profile on the whole. He raised there. There are people who who now know about Jackson State because of Deion Sanders, and as a result, HBCUs. Uh, on the whole because of Deion Sanders. Not, of course, HBCUs have been around and they've right. been doing good work always. They ain't taking nothing away from no, that. No, what but I'm he, saying but, is that a number of national players from high schools... Right, right, yeah, no, I'm, I'm familiar. HBCUs, I'm familiar with that. In, in, in football and basketball. So that, I think it's a little bit of a stretch to say he put them on the map. I think in a more secular world, he put HBCUs right. on the map. Right. Like, if you have a family that it knows about HBCUs or you're involved in a community that knows about HBCUs, then yeah, you know what that is. But in a mainstream setting... Deion Sanders raised the bar. He had ESPN looking. He had Fox looking. He had major networks, the NIL deals. Mm -hmm. A lot of that came because of Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. So he did do something for HBCU. Oh, I'm not saying he yeah. didn't. I'm not saying he didn't. But to say that he put it on the map, I think anyway. it's a bit of a stretch. The other thing I wanted to say in terms of 21 Savage, because he got married to an American citizen and acquired citizenship, it could be viewed by immigration and nationalization that the marriage wasn't legitimate and he only did so in order to become a citizen. So he may very well be deported after investigation. All right, Fahima, thank you for the call. Really appreciate uh, you always tuning in and hanging out with us. When we come forward, we got a lot more to talk about. And we're just getting started. We're going to talk about Jeezy uh -oh. and his divorce when we come forward right after this news, traffic, and sports update on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. It is The Raw Report. Welcome back. Bobby Bernardi for Robin tonight. Jeezy. That's right. Jeezy has filed for divorce from his wife of two years, Jeannie May, and it's it's usual, I think, to see that celebrity couples break up, even those who are married, they get divorces. It's very common. Uh, I think it's, I, I feel like it's not very usual for the man to be filing the divorce. Mm -hmm. It happens, of course. Right. But, and, you know, Jeezy, I think, is someone that we all collectively really like. Mm -hmm. we, we really like Jeezy. I mean, he's been a, been a been a good dude, been a good rapper, uh, a great rapper for a long time, mm -hmm. and uh, kept it real. And you know, I, you know, I just think we I feel like we all like Jeezy, and so uh, and we should talk about it, uh, this situation. And um, I wanted to to get your thoughts, Neil, on this uh, on this situation. <laughs> His book is adversity for sale. <laughs> 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 I mean, it happens. You know, there are a lot of rumors swirling around. Some are saying he beat her to filing mm. for the papers. Mm, okay, just, it was a, it was a uh, no, no, I quit. You can't fire <laughs> no, me because I quit. I'm going first. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I just looked at um, Jeannie's uh, Instagram page, and she still has the first story pinned is his book on the coffee table mm. and, the, and their daughter. So it's just a sad thing because I think a lot of us wanted to see them win because they were such a beautiful couple. 
and they seem like love was there but you never know what's happening on the other side of the door clearly you never know and we always think well oh, how could you break up with her or how could you mm-hmm. break up with him you know they're so fine or they're so wonderful right. or they're so good at this or they're so funny or all, all these things but you, you never know what someone's like until you live with them right right and that's 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 the only way to really know the true somebody is to get to live with them and, and you know it, it doesn't matter you know how amazing someone is or beautiful or whatever right because sometimes it's just about compatibility and it, sometimes it takes a little while to figure that out. Right. And I, I think they added a lot of value to each other. Like he gave her street cred. Right. Mm. And she gave him kind of like the Hollywood cred because cred because she was on the reel at the time. And so now you, you're looking at him. You know, he's wearing suits. He's on Good Morning America. Last Saturday, he was at Vice President Kamala Harris's house performing. You know, he has this book out. So he is really and I think a lot of black men can resonate with him because he used to be a street hustler. He, he has a lot of street cred. You know, when you think of BMF, he was BMF Atlanta. And so all of these things make him such a cool dude. And it's just like, well, I know a lot of ladies are excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading some of the comments and a lot of them was like, good. He's back on the market. And I'm like, that's cold blooded. That is cold blooded. But that always makes me laugh because random Twitter user or Instagram user, like you're gonna be the one to to, to scoop him up. <laughs> right. You're gonna be his rebound. You're never gonna meet him. All right, calm down. Yeah. Right. He's back on the market. I, what market do you think he's going to? Right. Y'all ain't going to the same market. Right? No. And not be- uh-uh. not because not because like he's a, a better person than you, but just because you ain't never gonna see him. You ain't never gonna meet him. Right. I mean, you know, they know some people, some of these girls, they know where they at. <laughs> they know where to some, pull up. <laughs> some, yeah, some of them do, but those ain't the ones he's going to wife. I mean. If you, if you over there stalking him. Oh, no, 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 no. Not, not, not the even, stalkers. Not even, not even stalking, but if you over there bopping, you know, you over there just trying to be there because he's there. Right. And you're, it's like the women who go to the, to the NBA All-Star Games. Right. You know, they, they, they may be NBA players and trying to marry them. They may get them pregnant by accident right but they're not trying to they're not trying to marry him and maybe that's what maybe that's what a lot of them want is to get to get impregnated by accident true true yeah because then they figure they figure they're set for life but that conversation went to different direction it went to a totally different direction because i'm like wait a minute let me step up for my sisters because what are you talking about avi hey we can we can always have uh spirited disagreements on this show right 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 you know that's how it goes sometimes but anything else you want to say to uh, to wrap up this uh, this Jeezy conversation? If you, if you have a, a comment, 800-920-1580 is the number to call, 800-920-1580. Yeah, no, I just, you know, pray for them because they have a child. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just wish them the best. Yeah, 21-month-old daughter, Monaco. Mm-hmm. Very nice name. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful couple. Jeezy's 45 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, you know, he's still, still relatively young. I mean, yeah, you know. we're just waiting for TMZ to get the tea, yeah, or or the shade room or neighborhood talk. Somebody gonna get it. They're looking right now. Oh yeah, they're they're working very hard. <laughs> they're working very hard to get that, and they will get it mm-hmm. um, because they always do. If there is any, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, uh, I, you got to wonder what happened. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Okay. So uh, before we. Uh, let you go, Neo. We have to talk about this Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis situation. Ooh, 
That 70s show, that's what they were on together, They were originally right? on that 70s show, okay. but they've both done a lot since then. Obviously, okay. Ashton Kutcher of Punked fame. I loved it. Yep. And, uh, you know, since then, a movie star hasn't been doing as much lately. Um, but very prolific career, mm-hmm. and along with Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. You know, she became a movie star mm-hmm. in her own right after that 70s show. Right. She's in one of my uh, favorite movies, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. Love, love that movie. Um, and so... They uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are married, and their friend Danny Masterson, who was also on that '70s show, he was just sentenced to 30 years for raping two women. Mm-hmm. And Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, uh, it was made public that they wrote the judge a character letter mm-hmm. in favor of Danny Masterson, and that news got out, and a lot of people were were really upset about that, and. Now, uh, Ashton Kutcher and, and Mila Kunis have resigned from the anti-child sex abuse organization that Ashton Kutcher co-founded mm. um, because of that letter of support for Danny Masterson. Cancel culture is real. <laughs> Cancel culture is real. And it's, it's real. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, I- I'm wondering if this is, if this is, you know, I, I totally get it. This is it's a difficult situation to to parse because they uh, they wrote a letter uh, a character letter for their for a, a friend of theirs. Right, that they know that they are writing the letter based upon what they know his character characteristics to be. What they know him to be. Yeah, right. and so I mean, I get it. Like you would do that for a family member. You would do that for a close friend. So I understand why they wrote the letter, but now that he's been convicted and this organization, I mean, it's, it's you know, I get it. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, we can we can have the conversation about one: should they have written the character letter, and then two: should he have to resign? Should they have to resign from this organization because of that character letter? And so, in in the first part of that question, should they have written the character letter? That's tough because I'm trying to think if if I knew someone from the time I was you know. 15 or 16 or whatever right for 30 years Mm -hmm. and in my experience they had been very good to me and my family and we you know we had supported each other and i had seen them do good things for uh, you know for their family or for people around them and then they're accused of this horrible crime should i then immediately cut all ties to them or should i you know talk about the person who i knew um, who I experienced, but a lot of, we know that, uh, you know, a lot of times we don't know the truth. We were just talking about this. We don't know the truth. You know, right. we don't know who we think we know a lot of times. And right. so I, I can totally see, you know, why they might want to write a character letter, but I can also see why people would say after someone is credibly accused of something like what Danny Masterson was credibly accused of and eventually convicted of, mm-hmm. should you then write them a character letter or should you not? What do you think? I think if that's their friend and, and, and that's how they felt, then I think that they did what they wanted to do. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, are there repercussions behind that? You know, apparently there were, but I don't see anything wrong with them writing the letter based upon who they knew this man to be. Hmm. I don't see anything wrong. I think that it was noble and I think it was smart to step down. Just now, if it was uh, an organization for pets, you know, it doesn't matter. But because it was inner or relatively related, 
I get the reason why they should step down. And since he founded it, it's about the work. It's really not about him, right? right. So the work continues. I'm pretty sure he'll still support it. I hope he still supports it, yeah. but just from a distance, and it's all good. Yeah, yeah, and that's the second part of the question. You know, should he have to step down from his anti-child sex abuse organization because he wrote this letter of support? And I think it's smart because the guy was convicted. Yeah, I mean, but just because of the letter, though, I mean, because even though he's founded this company and he's been doing this work for it and it's been a major cause of, of his for years now. Right. And so you got to think that's that's got to that's got to hurt if you're right. Ashton Kutcher, you know, and yeah. But I if mean, it's about helping kids, just donate to the organization. You created it for a perp for a purpose. So yeah. it's the purpose that you really yeah. should focus on. And, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure he will. And I'm sure, you know, Mila Kunis will also continue to do that. But it's just it's a crazy situation because, you know, it, no one, no one, the wrong people get you caught up. And can you imagine all the pressure from their agents and their publicists saying, hey, you got to cut yourself up from this situation because it's snowballing out of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, out of term now. It's just growing and growing and growing. So I could get why just separate yourself from the organization and let's move on. Yeah, yeah, and they they you know made this video after it was made public that they wrote this letter of support for Danny Masterson. They made the vid this video on social media that they posted. It's just a video of them sitting there and and saying you know look this is a guy we knew who was our friend and the letter was just meant to, to for the judge to read. It wasn't meant to be public and it was it was meant for just to tell the judge about you know the, the the character of the person we knew and and people got a hold of that letter and. They just let them have it, and they're still letting them have it. And, and as, 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 you as you said, it just kept snowballing. The same thing happened to, uh, what's the girl that wrote the letter for Tory Lanez? Izzy, oh, Azalea Banks, what's her oh, name? Uh, uh, Azalea Banks, is that her? No, 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 no. Izzy Azalea? The, the white the white rapper yeah. that went with the Iggy, Iggy Azalea Iggy Azalea yeah 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 that's right yeah so the same thing happened to her it was supposed she said it was supposed to only go to the judge it was a character letter and she got dragged for it so it happened I wonder if these character letters make a difference for these judges apparently not for Tory Lanez <laughs> or, or or for Danny Masterson <laughs> right apparently that, I wonder, not. that's what I'm saying I wonder if they ever make a difference because it, it, is is some famous person saying I can vouch for this person's character is that going to make a difference in the facts of the case? I mean, because you, you would think that the facts of the case should be all that matter right. in terms of whether they're convicted. And if so, how much time they're given. Mm -hmm. So it, it didn't make a difference. No. And speaking of Tory Lanez, Robin was talking about him yesterday and how he uh, he apparently used his his last uh, few moments as a free man before uh, his jail sentence to to to, to call some. Um, some reporter a mealy mouth b word or something like that <laughs> understandable he's going through a lot right now i mean and she's the one that's on the internet i'm just being honest she's the one on the internet totally dragging him and constantly talking about the case so i mean i'm not saying that he should have said it but i can understand <laughs> all right chris rock yeah. uh, no i mean it's just it's just if you 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 going into jail, right? And that's the last thing you're gonna say before you go. I mean, come on, dude. Hey, it's not gonna cut. It's not gonna give him any more time. I mean, the time is the time. So if that's how he felt, hey, if that makes him feel a little better going back to that cell, <laughs> hey, more power to you. All right. Well, hey, man. You know, can I, you I, imagine I, what he's saying about Megan? And well, he deserves what he, he deserves to be in jail. 
I think I think people can chill with no, all that. No, I, I mean I'm not saying that he right, doesn't deserve right, right, right. Video, but I'm just saying he probably cussing out a lot I, of I'm people sure. in his I, mind. I'm sure, but that's but he can do that, do that all he wants. But he earned this. Yeah, he, he, he did. brought this on he himself. Did. Don't he don't did. don't shoot, especially. You know, we want to stand up for black women. Don't don't shoot people in. in especially but see, I don't even women, think don't... it's the fact of the shooting. I think it's how he handled the entire situation. Yeah. If he would have had remorse and said, hey, I did this, he probably wouldn't have all the time he had. Yeah. To your point, he did. He brought all of it on himself because he was so defiant through the entire process. Mm-hmm. There was no humility. Yeah, and that's 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 the thing. That's a, that's a really big thing now is is no accountability, no humility mm-hmm. that people will have when they made a mistake. You made a mistake, just say it. Yeah, you just know? say it. And then a lot Own of times, it. and when you do that, people know. Then okay, maybe you're less likely to do it again. But when you say, "Oh, I didn't do nothing wrong," people are like, "Well, you're just gonna go do the same same stuff again." Then, yeah, you, know? you calling people, you threatening them. Just mm-hmm. stop. Just stop. Neil Anderson, multimedia journalist. With the L.A. Sentinel, I hope I didn't get in, in trouble. Oh, of course not. No, no, no I'm no, just no, playing. No, no. Always when I'm on with Robin, I'm like, okay, this is too much opinion. <laughs> nope, no, you're you're great. We love having you on. Um, great perspective, and you know you, you're knowledgeable and, and and you bring it. So we appreciate you. Likewise, I appreciate you. Oh, too. And, and quickly tell us about in the Black Network. So In the Black Network is a new uh, digital platform. It's equivalent to Netflix, Hulu. So you can download it on Roku. We're on Apple TV. It launches October 2nd with our, our, what do you call it? Our flagship show, Crowned, which features Vivica Fox, Mm -hmm. Selena Johnson, uh, and Kendra G. Do you know Kendra G is? She's a popular single. She sounds like a... um like a reality star person. No, well, she has person. this show on Facebook and Instagram okay. where she hooks people up on relationships and another uh, lady named Shay. So the show is about relationships similar to uh, cocktails. What was it? Cocktails of Queens? Yeah, but, but different, mm-hmm. more relationship and better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so we have that. We have over 400 movies. You can go look at black movies. Um, and so James DeBose decided to start his own digital platform. It's 100% black owned, which is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just really excited about it. October 2nd, download the app in the Black Network. Can't wait. Can't wait. And we'll definitely. Taste the soul. Don't forget about Taste the soul. Oh, yeah, taste soul coming up too. October... We're going to have you back on before then too, though. We are? Okay. Oh, absolutely. October 21st. 100%. Yeah. All right, Neil. Thanks again. Great to see you. You're welcome. All right, take care. When we come forward, it's Who's Got Next right here on The Raw Report. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. All right, back on The Raw Report. Avi Bernard here in for Robin tonight. And Who's Got Next is a singer-songwriter named Fuji Kaze. Let's uh, take a listen to the song called Working Hard. No, 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 Funky right there. Fuji Kaze. He's who's got next. Got to sh- shout out the wifey for that one. Put me on to that, that, that track right there. It's called Working Hard. Really like that. Thanks, Robin, for having me fill in for you today. Appreciate you, Andy, for all your work. Been here for three hours. Had to play that one because I am working hard. You know what I'm saying? Been here since 4 o'clock. About time to go home. Enjoy your weekend. And the best of Zoe is coming up next. Have a great one. I'm Avi Bernard, and I am gone.